today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A lot of people have taken to things like home renovations or fixing up that basement that they've always wanted to do but never really had time. And good on you for doing something like that, uh, to have that, that sort of incentive. But you're going to find, if you're just about to begin a project like this, the cost of some of those building materials uh, has gone up considerably. And uh, I mean, in some cases, more than considerably. The price of lumber has just skyrocketed in the uh, last little while. And uh, it's, according to the experts, not going down anytime soon. So what is going on? And how long is this going to last? Well, we are pleased to welcome to the program Liz Kovach. Liz is the president of the Western Retail Lumber Association, uh, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show to explain this. Liz, thank you for the time. I'm glad you could be with us today. Oh, good morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I, I was just telling our listeners from personal experience, uh, we were getting uh, some work done on our deck, uh, which required building permits, etc. So I got an estimate. It was actually before Christmas, so it'd be around October or so. Now it's in the end of March. Uh, we're getting the material. The price has almost tripled in, in a very short period of time. What's happening? Well, there's we're in a perfect storm of issues, and the challenges that are being faced, not only just on the lumber side, but on all the building material side, is... A completely unusual situation. You've got folks who've been working in this industry for over 20 years who've never seen anything like it. And the the demand is simply outpacing the ability to supply the materials that are needed and that's really what's uh creating a lot of the a lot of the pricing uh changes that have happened lumber is a commodity it's traded on the stock market and uh when supply is down or and the demand is high obviously the pricing is going to fluctuate alongside that um, if you take a look at uh the the industry itself it's actually one of the things we talk about when we look at lumber is we are a north american market uh we do have free trade agreements, and the producers are doing their best to stay on top of, of keeping the supply going. And you've got a huge boom in the U.S. right now with the amount of housing starts that there are. The renovation market in Canada is crazy, obviously, and everyone's just trying to keep up. Well, so is the housing market for that matter, too. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm surprised uh, at some of the new builds that we see going up. Like, And again, you know, it's a head-scratcher for a lot of us. Let's get you figure, hey, there's a recession going on. Why are they yep. building these things? You know, because people are buying them. That's why they're building them. Absolutely, and interest rates are low, so obviously that's been creating uh, an opportunity. And, and we're noticing that there are some more people who might be purchasing some of those properties because they can. Uh, and hanging on to the one that they have either as a rental or uh, they just have a little bit of time before they can sell it, so doing some renovations on it as well. It's, you know, when you look at what happened last year, it is a little bit of a head-scratcher, but there are still a lot of people who do have disposable income that have the ability to keep those types of projects still going. Let me back up if I could for a little sure. bit, Liz, and give a history lesson here for folks that may not understand. We've talked about so many other industries that were impacted by the pandemic, and especially that first lockdown about a year ago now. Yes. How did that affect your industry? Uh, it had a huge effect, and uh, opportunities like this certainly give me the time to look back to some of the conversations I was having with a lot of our members and just where we were and the state of, of where we were last March. The demand for everything fell off the cliff when we started to go into the lockdown, and that had a huge impact, whether it was on the manufacturing side, on the transportation side, and obviously on the retail side. And I remember having conversations and with folks who were kind of worried about the dire situation they're in. They have a lot of our, our, the retail side of the business has to order a lot of their commodity products months in advance. So typically in November, their bookings for their products are, are placed Come March, April, May, that product is being delivered, and they're expected to be paying for that material. And we're talking, you know, millions of dollars worth of product. 
So at that time frame, you've got business owners who are concerned about the cash flow. People are not purchasing any products. Uh, but fortunately, when the government deemed this industry as essential, things started to change. And as you had mentioned earlier, at the very beginning of this session, people were working from home. They decided they can't travel. So what are we going to do? We're going to invest in the house. And that's when the renovation market literally took off. Um, and of course, from that point on, we've been trying to catch up ever since. And when we look back at sort of that April, May, June, July, the transportation couldn't keep up uh, in terms of delivering product. You know, there was three to six month delays and and the mills have been trying to keep up as best as they can, and you've got restrictions in place. So at the very beginning, you couldn't have your full staff capacity working, which meant you weren't producing what you typically could if you were running at full capacity. And everyone's been trying to keep up. Uh, you know, there are some other things that really do impact the industry as well, and, and boom and bust doesn't work for the forestry industry. And if you look back to what happened 20 years ago, there's this little pest called the mountain pine beetle that took out mm-hmm. a significant part of forest in B.C., and it takes 80 years for trees to grow in order to be able to harvest them. So it's going to take a little bit of time before we can get back to a place where we can start looking at larger allowable cuts, as an example. Just about every industry took a hit, obviously, a year ago yeah. when, when this first thing hit. Uh, but then, as you said, the declaration that you were an essential business changed that thing. How long, and, and you could, I was going to say, how long did it take you to ramp up? But you couldn't ramp up because of social distancing and, and protocols Correct. put in place. So you, you never did get to full staff, did you? No, and I think um, slowly they're trying to get back to 100% capacity, but you've, you're going to run into things where you might have a fire in a mill. So uh, mills do have a lot of equipment that need to be maintained. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to see one, but if you do, I highly recommend a tour. Uh, it's fascinating to see how quickly they work and, and the work that needs to be done, but that equipment needs to be maintained. And forced, or sorry, mill fires happen because there's a buildup of sawdust, so there does need to be that maintenance to make sure that they're not down uh, and out for a long time. Uh, and then, you know, there's the other piece, too, which I haven't touched on, is, is the natural disasters. I mean, I talked about the mountain pine beetle. There was obviously the forest fires. But if you look at what's happening south of the border as well, you're, you've got all the resin plants uh, that are now uh, been impacted by hurricanes last year and, of course, now with the freeze in Texas. So if there's resins that are required for some of the engineered wood products, that's obviously going to create some additional delays as well, simply because of the shortage in raw materials. Well, I had to figure there was going to be some sort of a response or a reaction uh, with all the, the, the wildfires that we saw last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, those horrific pictures, of course, in, in California and some of the northern northwestern states, uh, which is the industry as well. Which yep. uh, Now, I have heard, and I'd, I'd like you to get your comment on this, that because of that and because of the impact it had on the U.S. Uh, lumber industry, uh, that there's a mo- even more pressure on, on you on this side of the border now to try to make up some of that slack. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the mills, obviously they're trying to supply, they're trying to supply as much uh, of a customer base as possible. And, and obviously the U.S. has 10 times the population that we have in Canada. So there's definitely more of a demand. I do know that some of the mills are also trying to increase some of their production in the U.S. by, um, by, by, increasing their mill capacity there, either through development so that more product can stay in Canada. And I know that uh, with Canfor, as an example, last year, they increased their supply to Canada by 17%. So it's certainly been an area where they also really want to be focusing on. 
So, so you've got that as an added pressure too. And I, I don't want people to think that, hey, you know, the lumber I need right now is going to go someplace in South Dakota. Uh, but there's there's a need there, and as you say, there are treaties in place. So you know, you've got to respect those treaties at the Absolutely. same time. Uh, and it's going to take them a while to get back to full speed, just as it will for us uh, on this side of the border to get back to full speed. Uh, how are you doing with, uh, uh, as you mentioned, <laughs> this is like every other business, supply and demand, Liz. Yeah. Uh, the demand is out, just off the charts right now. How, how are you handling that, given the limited resources you have right now? Uh, you know, I think everyone's really been trying to do a good job of managing expectations. And when it comes to some of the projects, I when you look at when you look at what we typically do, you're going to go and, and get a quote. So I'm sure you've done it yourself. You're going to look at your options. You're going to go to three different places and say, okay, this is the deck that I want to have. You know, what are you going to be able to do for me? What do you have available? What's the pricing going to be? And right now, um, there isn't a lot of there isn't a lot of lead time, so people are not able to hold quotes for long periods of time, and I think folks are being forced to pull that trigger a little bit quicker, and obviously it helps to be a little bit more uh, organized as well with some of your projects, because if you know that you're going to have 10 fence builds in the next you know, two months, as an example, then the sooner that you can book that with whoever your supplier is, uh, and the sooner you can book that with your contractor, whoever's doing the work for you, then the better off you'll be. It it has been challenging times because there's been accusations of gouging and, you know, finger pointing. And really, that's not the case. We are in such an unusual situation that we haven't encountered. And patience is kind of one of those key things is we're trying to create that level of understanding, educating people on how we got to where we are and realizing that there's so many things out of our control at the moment that we just sort of need to get through it. And and as you mentioned earlier in the call, people are expecting this to stay this way until July. Uh, once the travel bans are lifted and folks are able to start, you know, moving out of their of their house and, and province, I suspect that uh, once the demand gets caught up, once supply gets caught up with demand, we're going to see it start to go back down. I, I agree with you totally wholeheartedly here. I mean, I have great sympathy for the people at the retail level right now uh, because they're the ones that are, are taking the verbal abuse and the, hey, what do you guys think you're doing? You know, And, and I've, I've heard even just around the Home Depot and some of the other places in the last little while about price gouging. And it, it, they, they're missing the point here. This is yep. an industry problem. It's not a retail problem. Absolutely. And they're the, they're the messenger. And uh, I certainly don't envy the position that they're in because obviously there's been high emotions. I mean, I've... I've received a few angry emails, but I'm not at the retail level, so I can just multiply that by 100. So uh, there is definitely an education piece, and, and really just we, we all kind of need to be a little bit patient with it because this is just an unusual situation, and hopefully we won't have to encounter this again. It, it couldn't happen at, at, at a more inconvenient time for your industry, no. though. As you say, A, the pandemic, and B, uh, there was a, a building boom that was going on, and that actually predates the pandemic. I mean, there was a lot of yeah. crazy stuff going on. Uh, you know, we've talked about the migration uh, in this country from a lot of people from major cities that said, okay, I'm out of here. I can't afford this anymore. Yeah. And and they're looking at smaller towns up in, in you know, well, in Ontario here, uh, you know, some of the places north of the, of the GTA and cottage country and places like that and say, you know what, I could live here. This is good. And Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm talking to some of the contractors up in those areas and they, they can't keep up with the demand right now. And that was before this even started. Yeah. So I, I can imagine the, the frustration that, that they're feeling right now. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of frustration for a lot of those folks. And, and you know, people want to, they, right now, it's, it's easy. The business is coming to you. So it's easy. The challenges is really mm-hmm. trying to find the material. And so people want to sell. 
Um, but trying to get their hands on the material is the more challenging part. And obviously, every day is, it, it presents some form of a new challenge that compounds it. So uh, I give credit to all of them for continuing to push through and, and making sure that their communities can keep moving forward because a lot of them are in smaller communities that, are, that play a large role. And uh, they're there to support if there's any bad weather. I mean, in Saskatchewan a few weeks ago, the wind was so bad that roofs were being torn off buildings yeah. and residential homes. And who do they turn to? They look to their lo- local building supply store to to have that remedy for them really quickly. So people really want to be able to support that community. And, um, and the retailers have been doing a really good job of doing their best to make sure they can continue to do the good work that they do. Liz, there's a lot of angst last year uh, when the, the first shutdown happened, and we had empty mm-hmm. store shelves because that supply chain was interrupted. Yes. Uh, I, I, I want to assuage some of the people's concerns here. I don't. We're not at the point where we're going to start seeing empty lumber yards, are we? Um, you know what? I don't have that crystal ball. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping that that's not going to be the case, um, but it, it could be quite possible. We're still moving along, so obviously the allocations have been there, and uh, as long as folks have done a really good job of planning their projects and booking their projects, then they should be able to get the items that they need. Uh, but obviously there might be some lead times that are involved with it right now. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to be patient. That's all there is Absolutely. to it. And, and and again, it is supply chain. It's a matter of making the product. It's not a matter of getting it to market. Right. Right? Uh, you've got enough trucks. You've got enough trains. You've got everything else. It's just a matter of getting the stuff down at the mill, and that's going to be problematic. And, and I guess the other takeaway here, as I just mentioned, uh, this isn't going to change anytime soon simply because it's going to take that long to get everybody ramped up until the travel ban is lifted and, and and you know that there's more free flow across the border like that. We're we're in a, pre- a rather precarious position here, aren't we? Yeah, and you know, and it, the the tough part I think where a lot of uh, folks are also feeling who are in the industry, they understand that when it comes to economic recovery, because economic recovery is going to take a while, the construction industry and infrastructure is relied heavily uh, on for that because of the amount of work that there is. And all you have to do is take a look back after the market crash in 2008. There was a home renovation tax credit implemented in 2009 mm-hmm. by the federal government, and that really did help to stimulate the economy. Uh, it took the cash economy out from the black market, so um, or the underground market, I should say. So, of course, people were paying taxes, which is really important. And, yes, there's a credit, but it also then helped to stimulate some jobs because, uh, you know, people were looking for work. And so... Obviously, the concern is is that this if this continues, there might be a stall, especially because of the inability to get the product. But you also, as a consumer, have the choice to say, okay, well, do I want to do this this year or do I want to maybe wait a little bit longer? And if they take themselves out, then that just leaves it for the next person. It's, it's tough to say, um, but... Definitely a challenging time and definitely a time where, where we really cannot tell the future. But uh, I, it's your job, of course, to look into the future and at least, you know, give some sort <laughs> yes. of a prediction as yes. to what's going on. And your point's well taken. Yes. Uh, we already know because the governments have already told us that they're going to be incentive packages to try to get people back to work. Uh, and, and part of that's going to be building. That's going to be reconstruction, which is going to put even more pressure on, on steel and, and, and wood. I mean, both of the, uh, yep. of these industries are, are going to be saying, oh, geez, you know, look at this and say, well, yeah, we could do it then, but it's going to be even more important to get ramped up to full speed at, at that particular 
particular time. So, uh, you know, the idea about higher prices and, and the supply and demand thing is going to be with us for a while. And it's good that you're busy. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. th- that's the good news is is that, you know, there are limits to this as well. So I guess we all Absolutely. just have to understand where we're coming from. That's why I'm so glad you could join us here today to talk about this because, as you mentioned, you're hearing from it. I'm hearing about it, too, about a lot of people yeah. that just don't understand and they think that, you know, in, in, in times of trouble like this, somebody's just going you know, to fill their pockets. And that, that's not it at all. Uh, if you could make more, uh, you could do, you would be making more, and you're doing it as quickly as you possibly can. Uh, so uh, continued good luck with this. It's going to be an uh, even more hectic year for you, I'm sure, over the next 12 months or so, Liz. But uh, hang in there, okay? Oh, you bet. And uh, thank you so much. And, of course, if you need to follow up, feel free to reach out anytime. Uh, we will, certainly. Thanks again, Liz. Take okay, care. Well, have a really stay great well. day. You too. Liz Kovach, president of the Western Retail Lumber Association. So there you have it. And I, I know how frustrating it is. And as I told you at the beginning of our conversation, uh, I've experienced this too. And, and it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a shocker when you, you see the prices on, on some of these things these days. Uh, but don't blame the guys at the retail outlets, okay? Because they're simply, you know, passing on the prices that they had to pay to get the stuff there in the first place. And uh, be patient. And if you want to go ahead with your project, well, just understand that the costs are going to be, uh, well, higher than you anticipated at the same time time but it is summertime and you know building that deck or getting that other room done or something like that is is something that's going to be front of mind for an awful lot of people so make your own decision about that but now you know why the prices are where they are the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml